Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. First alert, Weather Center. 39, Georgetown, 38, Bowie. Waking up to 37 degrees in Leesburg. We're back down to 39 in our nation's capital, where the time now is 3.59. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. How to go Tuesday morning, January 30th. Hi, Dean Lane. Welcome in. Coming up this early 4 a.m. hour for you on WTOP. U.S. vows now to retaliate for the deaths of three American troops over the weekend in Jordan. What charging documents say about how a woman ran down and stabbed random people in Prince George's County? I'm Scott Gelman. After it's clear there's tension at the top in Montgomery County schools, will the county council step in? I'm Kate Ryan. D.C.'s mayor defends the health of downtown. People are coming downtown. I'm Mike Marilla. Record day on Wall Street. Gains across the board. The Dow up 224. The S&P up 173. Good morning. Welcome in 4 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Stacy Lynn. A brazen drone attack in Jordan. Three American soldiers were killed. More than 40 others injured. And we're learning there was little warning about the attack because air defense was apparently turned off to a allow a U.S. drone to land. CBS's Nora O'Donnell is at a U.S. military base in Bahrain. American forces have been the target of 165 attacks since October 17th, and the U.S. has launched seven retaliatory strikes against Iranian-backed militias. But congressional Republicans call those pinpricks. Correspondent David Martin on how the White House may retaliate this time. To go after these Iranian facilities inside Iraq, inside Syria, and Yemen as well. As one official put it, there is no shortage of targets. A bipartisan group of senators is putting the finishing touches on a plan to revamp the immigration system and secure the southern border. CBS's John Dickerson on what's in it. The new legislation may also raise the acceptance standard for asylum seekers shorten legal review times, expand fast-track deportations, and restrict the president's immigration parole authority. Six people were found dead in the San Bernardino desert last week, and we're now learning more details about the crime. Here's Sheriff Michael Warwick. I can confirm all victims had apparent fatal gunshot injuries. Additionally, four of the six were burned at the location by the suspects. Five people have been arrested. They believe the crime was drug-related. It's tax time, and this year there's a new software pilot program being offered in 12 states called Direct File. IRS Commissioner Danny Werfel explains who can use it. It just depends on the complexity of your tax return. The more simple your tax return, the more likely you are to be eligible. Alex Murdoch won't get a new murder trial. His lawyers were arguing that a court clerk tampered with the jury. CBS's Nikki Batiste was in the courtroom. One of the jurors who found Murdoch guilty said comments made by Hill to, quote, watch Murdoch's actions and watch him closely when he took the stand. Made it seem like he was guilty, which influenced her verdict. Another juror also said they heard comments Hill made about Murdoch but were not influenced. 
Just hours ago, a massive crane hoisted up NASA's retired space shuttle Endeavor into the new Air and Space Center being built in Los Angeles. Not an easy feat at all, as it's 122 feet long and has a 78-foot wingspan. The display itself is 20 stories tall, and it will be secured to an 1,800-ton concrete slab to protect Endeavor from earthquakes. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. WTLP at 403. Good Tuesday morning, January 30th, 2024. Welcome in. Partly cloudy, mild, cool one today. Veronica says the high should reach about 45. Coolest day of the week. You're waking up to 39 in Washington right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Blaney. Thank you for taking us along for your very early 4 a.m. hour Tuesday morning ride. That'll be the stories we're following for you this morning. We begin the ride this morning with something developing overnight early morning. A man was killed locally in southeast D.C. last night. Monday night, we're told, and police this morning are looking for the public's help in finding his killer. D.C. police officers were called to the 1200 block of 3rd Street Northeast at around 715 Monday night, we're told, after reports of a shooting incident. There, they say they found a man suffering from gunshot wounds after what other outlets are reporting appears to have been an attempted carjacking. Now, the man was taken to a local hospital where we're told he died from his injuries later. Police are seeking this morning a suspect they say described as a black male with a thin build with dreadlocks. He was last seen driving a gray Chrysler 200 bearing DC tags GR3248. That's a gray Chrysler 200 bearing DC tags GR3248. Authorities say if you see the suspect or the vehicle, you are cautioned to call 911 as soon as possible. The Baltimore woman accused of stabbing a teenager and hitting random pedestrians with her car locally just last week is now this Tuesday morning, we're told, being held without bond. Prince George's County State's Attorney, Aisha Braveboy, says they still don't know why the woman accused of going on a violent spree Thursday night may have done it. I think it was a shock to all of us that uh, an individual would cause so much havoc in our community. 31-year-old Tanae Stallings-Brown is being held without bond. We did argue that for the safety of our community and really communities across Maryland that this individual needed to be held. She's being charged with several counts of attempted murder. Charging documents describe the moment she got into a taxi near a Lanham gas station and allegedly stabbed the driver with a knife. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. WTOP at 4.05 Tuesday. We turn now here at TOP this morning to an update on that huge pileup that took place on the Bay Bridge over the weekend Saturday. It backed up traffic for hours. Maryland Transportation Authority, MTA police, say this morning they are looking now, in this case, for a blue Honda Civic that they say could be, they think, connected to the chain reaction crash on the westbound span of the bridge. More than 20 vehicles in all were involved in this. Investigators say this morning the Honda was that day speeding and driving erratically, which may have contributed to the crash. They are asking for help this morning to find that Honda Civic that was on the westbound span between 7.30 and 7.45 in the morning over the weekend, Saturday morning, 7.30 and 7.45. Police say they are reconstructing the crash scene and say the investigation could take months. If you know anything, you're asked to call MDTA police as soon as possible. In recent days, we've seen turmoil and tension locally at the top of Montgomery County's public school system. The school superintendent says she is staying on despite apparently being asked by several to leave by a number of school board members, we're told. The school board insists it's a personnel matter. 
And an inspector general's report on the issue shows chaotic management of a system that's supposed to tackle accusations of any kind of misconduct. With a situation where Montgomery County School Superintendent Monifa McKnight says she's been asked to step down, but says she's been given no justification by the Board of Ed, should McKnight be removed? Montgomery County Council President Andrew Friedson. That's a personnel matter between the Board of Education and the superintendent. I will say that the issue needs to be resolved and it needs to be resolved as quickly as possible because the school system needs stability. McKnight and the school board have been criticized over the handling of allegations of sexual harassment and bullying by a principal who is no longer with the school system. In a little over a week, two council committees will hold a hearing on an inspector general's report on the issue. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP Tuesday morning at 4.07. Defending the health of downtown D.C. locally, Mayor Muriel Bowser is sharing her thoughts this week about the economy of the downtown area. Now that the owner of the Caps and Wiz is in the process, as you well know, of getting local and state approval to relocate his teams to Alexandria. Speaking at the National Children's Museum in downtown, Mayor Muriel Bowser says seeing crowds this weekend herself and rising Metro ridership numbers show. People are coming downtown. And so I want to be sure that you're clear about that. But the city is seeing some big exits, among them the Capitals, Wizards, and even mortgage giant Fannie Mae. And Caps and Wizards owner Ted Leonsis mentioned significant challenges facing downtown businesses when defending a move to Alexandria. The mayor didn't comment on that, but says. We recognize that we want more people, more workers, more visitors, more restaurant goers in our downtown. This includes offering new grants to get businesses into empty buildings and to lure more family-friendly businesses downtown. In the district. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Good Tuesday morning, January 30th. Thanks for starting your early morning with us here at WTOP, where the time now is 4.08 in the morning. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. I think the weather on the eights and when it breaks. Good morning to Bud Seltzer with us this early hour in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, Dean. Good morning, drivers in Maryland on the Bay Bridge. Eastbound span still closed for overnight work and two-way traffic is running on the westbound span. 70 eastbound before Route 15, the right lane gets by that road work. On the outer loop between Connecticut Avenue and 270, two right lanes get by. On the inner loop near Pennsylvania Avenue, the right lane is blocked by the work zone. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway are moving without any issues. In Virginia, 66 eastbound before the Rossland Tunnel. Left Left lane gets by through the work zone. Otherwise, no problems on 66 itself. There's construction on 95 northbound after Dale City with the left lane blocked. No problems or delays on 395. In the district on DC 295 at East Capitol Street, that is reopened due to an earlier three-car accident. 95 in the Beltway are moving fine without any delays. Just keep in mind that a lot of this construction is going to begin to be picked up shortly as it is every morning. Go Electric, the Fitzway Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, the Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitsmall.com. I'm Butch Seltzer, W. T.O.P. traffic. Light winds this morning under partly cloudy skies. Our temperatures are starting out between 27 and 35 degrees. Later today, uh, afternoon temperature around 45, making it the coolest day of the week. Our winds later will be out of the southeast at 5 to 10 miles per hour, tracking the next weather maker. More clouds for Tuesday night. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We're at 38 degrees in Rockville, 38 Ashburn, 40 Fort Washington. You're waking up to 39 degrees in our nation's capital. Tuesday morning, January 30th, 
Welcome in. Brought to you this time around this early hour by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence. Dex pavers and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 410. Where we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. CVS is closing dozens of pharmacies inside Target stores, including three in D.C. FanDuel will go public on the New York Stock Exchange. FanDuel accounts for 43% of all mobile sports betting in the U.S. Walmart is adding stock grants to store managers of as much as $20,000 a year. 75% of Walmart managers started as hourly employees. The Dow rallied 224 points Monday and closed at a record. The Nasdaq closed at another record high. Jeff Claywell, WTOP News. Checking the overseas numbers this early morning. Asian stocks have been mixed all morning, finishing up the Nikkei, up by almost 39 points. The Kospi, though, down less than two. The Hang Seng was down 374, and the Shanghai was off 53. Good morning. Glad you're with us. What the loss in less than a year of U.S. democracy would mean. We'll introduce you to a new documentary next on WTOP. Good morning. It's 411. Glad you're with us this early hour. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. The success you've already had matters at University of Maryland Global Campus because we're a school for real life. And now you can save with no application fee through February 12th. At UMGC, you can earn up to 90 credits toward a bachelor's for prior learning and experience or transfer up to 12 credits toward a master's. Plus, we offer online and hybrid classes, all with the support you need from an accredited state university. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by Chev. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Mark Matsky, the Vice President for the Department of Defense at ServiceNow on the discussion Beyond Metrics. Defining success in cloud migration and AI integration says every organization's cloud strategy needs a true integrated risk management capability to help make go, no-go decisions for moving workloads to the cloud. Not looking at it from an audit perspective, but looking at it as an enabler of information to give you confidence to know when you want to do speed versus security. ServiceNow connects information and people from anything to anywhere in any way. The U.S. Army, Air Force, Marine Corps, Space Force, and Defense Agencies work with ServiceNow strategically, operationally, and securely. With ServiceNow, your agency can enhance productivity, maintain security and compliance while elevating operational readiness and innovation. Learn how to integrate ServiceNow with Microsoft Azure to drive innovation within the confines of regulated organizations. ServiceNow, digital transformation at a new level. Visit ServiceNow.com. Good Tuesday morning, January 30th, 2024. Thanks for starting your early morning with us. If you're just joining us, welcome in. It'll be partly cloudy, mild, still cool today. Veronica says we should reach about 45 for the high, and she says this will be the coolest day this Tuesday all week. Right now, we are looking at 38 degrees in Rockville, 38 Ashburn, 40 in Fort Washington. We're at 39 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Welcome in. It's 413 on WTOP. This is WTOP News. The president's intent was to stay in power at all costs. This election was stolen. I'm flat out said, I swore an oath. I'm not going to break it. I'm not putting on no stinking circus. They put their faith in Donald Trump and he deceived them. I don't think by any large stretch can you characterize it as bipartisan. That's just a sample this Tuesday morning of a brand new Frontline documentary on PBS tonight, Tuesday night. It's titled Democracy on Trial. 
And it serves, apparently, as a thorough review, we're told, about how former President Donald J. Trump will be heading to an election interference trial here in D.C. on March 4th or sometime later. The new documentary is written, produced, and directed by Michael Kirk, who this morning joins WTOP's Dimitri Sotis with a preview for us. Many people told us that the upcoming trial in D.C. will be, without any irony, known as the trial of the century. For the first time in American history, an American president is being charged with crimes in office and in the middle of a presidential election. So I would say that that qualifies as a critical moment for democracy and a classic moment for a frontline documentary. Well, we are reminded in part in this documentary of the brutality of January 6th, the effectiveness of the House Select Committee on January 6th and those hearings, a rating success, and of course closely followed by millions of people. But in the film, you also remind us there's a whole universe of other folks. They ignored the January 6th hearings. They, in fact, were told to do so by the former president. They met the qualifications of being what one person in the film tells us is the, what is the MAGA voting block? The MAGA voting block adheres directly and absolutely to what uh, the former former president tells them, and if he tells them to ignore what happened on January 6th, then that's part of the definition of how you get to be a member in MAGA America, according to many people we talked to in the film. The fact is, we talked to primarily in the film Republicans, conservative Republicans who support Donald Trump and wanted him to be president of the United States in 2020. But in the process of examining the steel, as uh, the former president called it, these people were victims of, uh, of what they consider to be the fraud being perpetrated by Rudy Giuliani and uh, the former president. So it's fascinating that it is the actual Republicans, the supporters of Trump, who are the people who come forward, both at the January 6th committee hearings and in our film, talking to us about what happened to them, how they feel about it, and joining in in the pursuit of truth. One point is made in the documentary that got me thinking. Perhaps the most damaging speech that Donald Trump made was not the one on the afternoon of January 6th ahead of the riot, but rather the one delivered about 2.30 a.m. after election night 2020. That's the one in which he says, frankly, we did win this election. What is the thinking behind that argument? That probably is, as someone in the film says, I think it's Jonathan Carl from ABC News who says it. I agree with that. It was a stunning moment when you, we saw it. It was a stunning moment when you think hard about it. This is a president of the United States who's testing the democracy and bringing all of the force of the office, because he's still in office, all of the force of the office, to bear on the situation. It was a clarion call to his supporters and his troops, whether there was any evidence for it. He did not know. Uh, As we reveal in the film, many, many members of his staff and including the closest members of his family were arguing that he not say what he said, which was that the election had been rigged. That's Michael Kirk, the producer, director and writer of the brand new PBS frontline documentary, Democracy on Trial. It's on TV 26 and other PBS stations starting at nine tonight, Tuesday night. Talking there with our Dimitri Soto. Quick look at some of the top stories early Tuesday morning we're following for you. On WTLP, the Pentagon releasing the names of three soldiers killed in a drone attack in Jordan. And talks resume on potential ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas war. We'll have more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTLP.com. 
WTOP, that Dean Lane. Sure, it's winter, but you're prepared. You've got your winter parka. You've got your winter boots. And you've got your winter weather station, WTOP. With traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. WTOP News. Facts matter. Coming right up this 4 a.m. half hour Tuesday morning for you, January 30th, right after traffic and weather as you rise with us. Steps you could take to shorten your morning commute. I'm Neil Augenstein. Time now is 418. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, good morning to Butch Seltzer with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning to you, Dean. Good morning, drivers. In Virginia, 68 eastbound before the Rossland Tunnel. Left lane gets by through the work zone. Otherwise, no problems on 66. There's construction 95 northbound after Dale City with the left lane blocked. No problems or delays on 395. In the district, D.C. 295 at East Capitol Street. That is reopened due to an earlier uh, accident, three-car accident. 95 in the Beltway are moving fine without any delays. In Maryland, on the Bay Bridge, eastbound span is closed. For overnight work and two-way traffic is running on the westbound span, 70 eastbound before Route 15. The right lane gets by that road work. On the outer loop between Connecticut Avenue and 272 right lanes get by. On the inner loop near Pennsylvania Avenue, the right lane is blocked by the work zone. 95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway are moving without any delays. I'm Butch Seltzer, WTOP Traffic. I'm tracking two weather makers for our week, one coming through on Wednesday and another Friday. Both of them will have very low impacts on our area. Here early this morning under partly cloudy skies, our temperatures 27 to 35 degrees. Later today, still partly cloudy with an afternoon temperature of 45 degrees, making it the coolest of the week. On Wednesday, during the morning hours, mainly tracking a little wintry mix, spotty in nature, a quick burst based on the temperatures melting on its journey down. High temperature just under 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, you're waking up to a bit of a chill this morning. We're at 37 degrees in Manassas Tuesday morning, 4 a.m. hour, 41 Metro Center, 38 Frederick, Maryland, 40 straight up and holding in our nation's capital. Where the time now on WTLP is 420. Good morning. Glad you're with us this early hour. Every moment counts if you're at risk or living with lung cancer. And anyone with lungs can get lung cancer. It causes more cancer deaths than breast, colon, and prostate combined. And while there may be moments where you question your next step, through it all, GoTo for Lung Cancer is here for you. We are your community. For screening, treatment, and survivorship support, GoTo is your go-to. Confronting lung cancer starts here. Visit goto.org. WTOP and 7 News First Alert Weather. Up to the minute forecasts you can count on. One in three adults over the age of 65 will experience vision loss. And among working age adults, diabetes is the leading cause of blindness. At Columbia Lighthouse for the Blind, they work to train adults and children on how to travel and live independently, find and maintain employment, and much more. Columbia Lighthouse for the Blind even provides low vision exams. Learn more about this local region-wide nonprofit, Columbia Lighthouse for the Blind, as well as ways to engage and volunteer by visiting www.clb.org. That's clb.org. Good Tuesday morning, January 30th. Glad you're with us. 421 on WTLP. Welcome in. 
This is WTOP News. The trial of the mother of that Michigan high school shooter continues this week. Jennifer Crumbly on trial for involuntary manslaughter for failing to intervene and helping to buy the gun her son used to kill four students in a 2021 shooting rampage at Oxford High School in Michigan. Among those testifying, 27-year-old Kira Pennock, a horse farm owner that Jennifer Crumbly often visited, describing a text exchange between the two the day of the shooting. Just had to go to my son's school and meet his counselor today. Jennifer Crumbly is accused of refusing to remove her son from school despite him being found making ominous drawings in class. Ethan has already pleaded guilty to terrorism and murder charges and was sentenced to life in prison. Derek Dennis, ABC News. If you have a Toyota or GM vehicle, listen up this morning. A heads up from WTOP Tuesday. The company is apparently warning tens of thousands of owners to stop driving certain models over airbag. About 61,000 owners of certain Toyota and General Motors vehicles should stop driving them. It's due to their Takata airbag inflators that can explode, unleashing metal shrapnel inside cars and trucks. The models are Corolla, Matrix, RAV4, and Pontiac Vibes, made between 2003 and 2005. They're urging people to contact a dealer which will either do mobile repair or tow the car to a dealership. More than two dozen people have been killed in the U.S. by Takata inflators since 2009. CBS News correspondent Matt Piper on WTLP Tuesday morning. And maybe you've noticed your commute getting close to what it was like before the COVID pandemic. Now, some advice for you this morning on the best and worst times to head out the door. Most in our area leave the house between 8 and 8.30 each morning, according to the U.S. Census Bureau data. Leaving a half hour later can save 20 hours a year of commuting time, says Yardy Cube, a co-working space management platform. It, it really depends on what time they have to get to work. WTLP morning traffic reporter Rita Kessler. They can't leave at 9 o'clock if they have to be at work at 9 o'clock. As for whether listeners typically build in wiggle room in planning their commutes? Most people leave enough time for their typical commute, so that's when something can throw it completely out of whack. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTLP.com. Are your children up to date on their school immunizations? Childhood immunizations and regular visits to the doctor help protect D.C. public school students, staff, and teachers year-round. Make sure your students are protected from childhood diseases. Visit osse.dc.gov immunization for more information on school immunization requirements and to find vaccine clinics throughout the district. Together, we can ensure all D.C. students are healthy and ready to learn by protecting them and our community against infectious disease. Visit osse.dc.gov immunization to learn more. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Good Tuesday morning, January 30th. Welcome into WTLP. Time now is 425. Sports at 25 and 55. Let's check in with Mr. Rob Woodfork this early Tuesday. At long last, the Wizards have a win streak. They erased a 14-point deficit to beat the Spurs 118-113 and win back-to-back games for the first time since last March and won consecutive games in San Antonio for the first time in a quarter century. 
Interim coach Brian Keefe, who started his career as a video assistant for the Spurs, said the key to the 20-6 run to end the game. Our physicality, our intensity level really ratcheted up in the fourth. And then I think you saw down the stretch, we trusted the pass. Tyus and Kyle were playing you know, a little two-man game. We hit the open man and we just made the simple play and the trust factor was great. So I love that down the stretch. We were sharing the ball. On the college hardwood, the Howard women lost at Coppin State, but the men won there in Baltimore handily. The commanders could have a new coach by week's end. Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald had a second interview Monday and the Burgundy and Gold will spend Tuesday with Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn and Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson.